Hello Art Supply Posse, it's Kim Cofield. Today I'm bringing you a fascinating chat with Chris Lambert, the founder of Scrawlerbox. Scrawlerbox is a subscription art supply service. As you'll discover during this episode, however, it's more than that. If you enjoy this episode, could you share it with people you know? It's the easiest way to get more people to learn about the Posse. Now here's your episode with Chris Lambert. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the Art Supply Posse. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you've uh, made the time to speak to us. I know you're a busy man. So we'll jump right in and we'll get started. Uh, who is Chris Lambert? <laughs> uh, I like to know that myself sometimes. Um, <laughs> well, I, my name's Chris Lambert. I am the founder of Scrawlerbox, an art supply subscription box. I don't think I'd even call myself an artist. I'm a, I'd say I was a doodler, but... A creative person, I was done marketing, graphic design, yeah, just just a creative person, and I've just found myself now running this subscription box service, which I'm enjoying, and living the art supply life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're all about art supplies here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, think, I think sometimes we need to form some kind of, like, group therapy thing like you know kind of like AA but not that drastic like yes hi my mm. name is Kim and I have a lot of art supplies <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes my name's Chris and I recently bought this many paints this many pencils and well gosh <laughs> dread, dread to think how much money I've spent in my lifetime on art supplies oh yeah no that's not a that's not a discussion no nope, we don't have no. that <laughs> That's a, that doesn't exist. That's not reality. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all, it's all, it's all therapeutic buying anyway. Yes, it's good for the soul. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's good for the soul. Indeed. So, so how did you go from uh, like being, did you say graphic designer? So, yeah, I was a designer. Then I turned like, was working for a small furniture manufacturer as a designer. Then they got me and they said, you know, do you want to do marketing? I was like, yeah. So they sent me on a marketing course. And yeah. then the idea of the company came about whilst I was kind of on this marketing course there. There was a, a guy doing like a talk in one of the, it was an online course and he was talking, I think he did like yoga, yoga pants or something. That's what was his business anyway, but he made millions oh, okay. or whatever. And he was doing right. an inspirational, <laughs> he was doing an insp- and he was talking about start, starting business. And he says, so many people have business ideas or ideas of business, you know, chatting in the pub and you know, we should do this, we should do this. And they go, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. But, of all those conversations, not like say two or three percent of people actually go through and do it. And I was like, yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. right. And, mm-hmm. and I just thought, well, what have you got to lose? You know, um, you should do it. So I got, had this idea and I thought, well, I'll go for it. And, you know, here, and then like four years later, here I am now. And it's kind of taken over my life. What started out as a hobby and uh, just kind of wanted, I, I started it because I wanted to, to do this something. I wanted to be involved in something like this myself like to mm-hmm. be a subscriber but there was nothing really yeah. that fit the bill not in the uk and and i thought well if i can't subscribe to it maybe i'll create something and then i'll get some free art supplies you know that was the idea yeah and then yeah. so, so I, <laughs> I crowdfunded it and i thought well i'll if i can get 100 people to sign up you know mm-hmm. i didn't want to start it with just one or two boxes just like mm, me and yeah. my sister or whatever so i thought if i get 100 people yeah. to sign up then it's probably worthwhile and we could it's got some some legs and it'd be you know we have to get the quantities of scale and worthwhile buying certain items and uh, yeah it, i crowdfunded it. it was really successful and from month one i had i think 100, 114 subscribers in month one and you know wow. now it's just grown from a hobby doing in the on the weekends and evenings it took over 
when I was doing like two full-time jobs and now I've luckily been able to quit my full-time job and just do this full-time which is great. Yeah that's really cool. So so tell me about the process of like crowdfunding like is that I, I don't know much. I mean, obviously, I've participated in campaigns and things like that, but I'm only a, you know, a, I guess customer is the best word for it. What's it like for you as the person launching something? Like, what's that process like? It's quite scary. It's quite scary. I mean, at the time, I didn't really have anything invested. I mean, I guess it's different when you're trying to launch a new product or something because they've obviously quite invested quite a lot of time and money into it. Yeah. It, for me, it was more of an idea. It was quite exciting because it was more of an idea. And I didn't, there was no kind of pre-investment or anything like that. It was kind of, I've got an idea. I, I think people will like it. So I put the idea out there. I mean, I did a, quite a lot of pre-marketing campaign trying to get the word out to certain people. Obviously, because you need to do that to spread the yes. word before you even start. So when yeah. you start, they get the ball rolling straight away. And um, yeah, so there's no real, I mean, that's if it didn't work out, I didn't lose anything. And I thought, well, no one, no one wants to do this. So, you know, just back to the day job and here we go. But it did. It, people liked it. I had speaking to artists and people who, you know, helped donating things to help me you know, for the rewards and things like that. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, it worked out really well. So, yeah, it's it an exciting time, I think, because I was like, oh, yeah. that, people actually like this idea. It might actually happen. And as it was getting <laughs> closer and closer, you set like a, a limit of, I can't remember how, what, how much it was now, but you set a limit of what you the target for what you want to fund mm-hmm. to get it going and as it gets mm-hmm. creeps closer you, know, you reach 50 percent. i think oh my gosh it's gonna it's gonna make it and uh yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to start delivering these boxes yeah. at some point <laughs> <laughs> yeah well there's that as well like it's exciting to watch the people sign up no doubt but then you're like oh i've actually got to follow through with this <laughs> yeah <laughs> now i've got to come up with an idea for the first box but yeah oh. no, that's it. <laughs> So, so what what would we use? Like, if I let's say I had a scrawler box, or no, I don't. You you tell me. You've got one in front of you. Let's say what's typically found in a scrawler box. Okay, well, it's not. I, I like to, everyone's got. Okay, generally you get about six six different supplies. I mean, it depends mm-hmm. on the the medium. If it's kind of yep. pencils or or I say like a cheaper supply pencil, you might get a few more, like a set. Where if, if mm-hmm. it's kind of oil paints or alcohol markers, you know, some of the expensive supplies, you might get a few less, but generally around six supplies where they could be pencils, yep. paints, pens, pastels, any kind of art supply. Um, and then, so there's a section, and it's generally, all, it's not just random, it's, there's like a theme. So if it's watercolors, you're, you know, you get a watercolor set, a brush, a pencil, a, you know, something that goes around that. And I always try and include a couple of pieces of paper or, or a surface to, to work on because I thought a lot of these kind of boxes don't really have a full so each one's got to be a complete kit so if you've got no other art supplies you'd be able to create something with this box um so it might have a pencil um so, so it should be able to create some paper and then there'll be an artist print um so there's a print i normally work with an artist generally it's uh, linked to the supplies so if it's watercolor it'd be a watercolor artist um and then a brief history or bio on the back of that. There'll be a sticker, a little um, like a menu of the supplies in there, and also mm-hmm. I always include a little sweet treat, which which oh, cool. goes down quite well. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> everyone loves a sweet or or a lolly, as you absolutely say in yeah. yeah, we do. Yeah, we call them lollies. Yes, <laughs> it's American. The sweets, sweets thing, lollies. Candy. Yeah, candy yeah. in America, just English, I think sweets. But yeah, yeah. So yeah. 
there's and each one's a different kit and then on the menu there's also an inspiration word or phrase which kind of links to the theme of the box so it gives you kind of a starting point and there's a like a thing called a scrawler challenge so in each box mm-hmm. there's a the challenge word and the challenge is to just create a piece of artwork with only the supplies in the box so you might have a limited palette of colors or you know limited supplies um, so you've got the challenge word, the inspirational piece from the artist and the supplies, and you kind of use all these things together to hopefully spark some interest and give you an idea to get, you know, get creating and make something with mm-hmm. just the items in the box. That's a really cool way of approaching it, like giving them everything, a kit essentially, as you said, like that's yeah. really cool, like not relying on people to have a huge stash of art supplies because not everyone does. Like that's the reality no. of it. Not everyone Some does. strange so that's people really don't. Cool. Yeah, I don't. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. They are strange, <laughs> yes, and they're probably not listening because I think, I think we're all addicts here. But <laughs> it's a really good concept. Like I like the idea of that. You're giving them a box and from that box they can create something. Like that's fantastic. Yeah, well, the idea is you don't have to – because. I wanted it to be available to everybody. So whether you're, you know, kind of a professional artist, because I have a lot of kind of illustrators who definitely have a lot of different supplies um, and they're drawing all the time, they could use it. But then it could be someone that's just getting into art. Um, they like the idea and it's kind of, it's um, you know, experiencing new products. Then, and, and again, the um, professionals, you know, they experience new products because, you might get stuck in, there might be a, I just use alcohol markers, oh, I never use paints, and then you get a different medium, and mm. you say, oh, I've never used watercolors before, I've never used, you know, oil paints or acrylics, and because you've, you've paid for it, you don't know what you're going to get, you might not choose them if you go into an art supply yes. store, you, you yeah. go in, you buy what you always buy, I need another blue one of those, and, uh, you know, get your, your refills of what you normally use. But yep. you might never, never look at the oil paints and think, oh, I should probably dry, because they're, you know, it's quite a scary thing, but if someone if suddenly arrives on your doorstep and you've you've already paid for it and it's all yes. there ready to go, you like, well, I you know, I'll give it a go. And then there's a lot of people that you know try it and say, oh, I'd never, I never thought of trying this, and you forced me to do it. And now I really like it, and I'm going to try and bring it into my you know workflow or whatever. So mm. that's that's really good to hear. Like whether you're professional or just getting started, you can experience something new and different, and kind of challenge yourself. As, you know, get out of your comfort zone, try something new, and maybe it'll improve your skills or take you down a path into some other creative place. Yeah. Well, and the the nice thing is, is so you're pushing them out of their comfort zone quite possibly because if they're receiving something they've not used, but by the same token, they, the, the, the receiver of the box also would know that you've, you've created this. So there's no, there's no, uh, poor quality, yeah. I guess, is probably the best. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they can rely on the quality of the goods. So at least they're not going to – because you know how sometimes when you try something yeah. new and you're only trying a cheap version of it because that's mm-hmm. what's there or that's all you could afford, your your, your experience yeah, might not be sure. as nice as a better quality. So at least they know – you know, this is the this is the good quality, or this is a better brand. Let's say for you know, and at least they know they've got that trust in you. And then it's just up to them to see what they do with yeah. you know what. I, know, I guess that's box, right because when, really I, when nice. I think about to when I was a kid or a young adult trying to um, be, I was always an arty person, and my family members would know that, and they'd go to I don't know some kind of store and buy the art kit, whether it be you know the set, of, and it was never really the greatest quality. It was something mm-hmm. from a uh, mm-hmm. a homeware store rather than an art supply store and you know 
So it's just kind of a, a, one of the yeah. previous kits would be yeah. kind of, you know, a set of pencils, felt tip pens and, you know, some paper. And it's, yeah, it's, a, you get a lot of colors for a cheap amount of money, but it's not great quality. It's not very inspiring. So it's just an introduction and and it's great. No, and I think, yeah, that's right. and what I, what I love about the box and what my favorite part is, is not, I thought it would be just about when I first started it, I thought it would be just about the supplies and, loving because i really like supplies and i think i like them more than i like using them which is a weird thing mm-hmm. but um so <laughs> but i thought it'd be about the supplies and pe- experiencing the new and finding new and interesting supplies but it's become more about the what you do with it and the sharing of the artwork created and the community that's gone along with that because obviously i try and encourage the subscribers yeah. to do their artwork and then share it online and every month I send out the box and it's great to see people opening their boxes and mm-hmm. excited about what they're getting. But then when they start sharing the artwork, you get all the, all the boxes go out. They're all exactly the same each month to the, to the person. And the, the supplies are the same, the, the themes are the same. The only thing that's different is the person receiving it. And then people start sharing their artwork and you get hundreds of different pieces of artwork, yeah. all based on the same theme, the same challenge, but so different. Every piece is different. And that's what's great because you get, someone just starting out to compare to a professional or the different takes people have on a single word, the different meanings and what goes through their head. And, and that's the, the mm. that's the interesting, exciting mm. bit for me um, is seeing what people create with them and how they share. It. And then people talking to each other about the way that they've used it or their experience and how that, you know, and complimenting them on their work. It's, it's great. Like strangers, like talking to each other based on something that I've sent them both. And that's, that's been really great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it sounds lovely. It's it's a community by the sound mm. of it, which is just fantastic. So I'm curious to know, how do you decide the theme for a box or what goes in a box? Like are you are you super organised <laughs> and you've got the next 12 I, months I planned out or the next <laughs> two years planned out and it's all – where does how – do, how do you get all these – like where do the it's, themes and the ideas and a, things come a from? Various – they all come from different places it's either based around a supply so Uh i might find a new product that's come out Uh or i speak to some manufacturers and they go yeah we've really got this would be a good idea and it's something different so i'll i'll start with a supply and then go okay i've got this what else goes with this then i try and find an artist that's kind of either using these supplies or using those um similar items or I find the artist first and, and I'll start talking to you know certain people and say, oh, you should become a featured artist in a box. And um, that when I get them on board, okay, so what, what sort of things do you use? And then I try and go the other way and link the supplies to put in the box with the artwork that they create. So it, it comes from various places. So or I, or I haven't done a, you know, I also try and mix it up so it's not just kind of pens, 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 pens. Try and I've been recently, especially I've been trying to okay. vary it a bit more because I think I've I'm more of a pen pencil fine liner pen marker pen person. So maybe in the early days it was more led around that. Mm-hmm. But my subscribers have obviously told me that they'd like to be, and we've learned along the way that we need to vary it a bit more. And um, so I've been trying to get do different supplies, whether it be paints, or oils. Uh, pastels and you know different mediums trying to get them all in there so i try and vary the medium throughout the year as well so it's not just watercolors for three months in a row you get watercolors yep. or markers and things like that but yeah it could come from a, yeah. a an artist it could come from a color a time of year or various things and just just 
they all seem to come together uh, either start with one idea or a supply and then kind of build the box around that whether it be the artist or the, the actual supply itself and yeah, it all seems to come together yeah nice so it sounds like um moving away a little bit from your pens and whatnot love that's pushing you outside of your comfort yeah, zone yeah definitely too. definitely i'm I'm learning every day about new supplies, new mediums, and kind of testing myself. Because, I, as I said, I'm I'm I wouldn't call myself an artist. I'm just more of a a doodler. I like to draw and doodle. And just get I've been, you know, just pick up a pen and just kind of draw shapes and see where that goes and see where it takes me, rather than sitting down and painting for hours. And I've never been a painter, but I really um, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. If I have the time, I would I'd love to just do that for a living but um I've, the, the other things that challenge me is trying these new supplies and obviously whenever i think of a new box or a new theme i, I always get the supplies test them out see what works together what paper works what you know media work how they work and yeah that's a that's a challenge for me just kind of trying to get out of my own head and think about what the community would enjoy and how that you know because you know, the, the thing is you're never going to please everyone there's always going to be someone that's yeah would prefer a fine liner, someone that doesn't like a fine liner, someone that loves paint, doesn't like paint. So it's really hard to please everyone, but that's why the variety. And mm. once you get over that, you're not going to like every box, but there should be something you like in each box. And even if you don't continue to use, say, yeah. the pastels are in that box, you you try it, you create something, it's, it's pushed you, and then you go, okay, I've tried that. Yeah, it was my might come back to it, or it wasn't my thing, I think I'll stick to this. But just that experience of you know creating something different to the normal should should be enough and that's you know helped me definitely so hopefully it's helped others mm. and i know sometimes when i've tried things different to usual and i still might think mm. oh it doesn't work for me but i sometimes find the thing that doesn't work actually sparks off an idea using the thing that does work that yeah. i perhaps might not have even thought of and I find that quite fascinating too when you start playing around with different art supplies and, you know, you just suddenly other yeah. ideas. I think once you, you do, it's quite fun. if you're doing the same thing day in and day out using the same supplies, you kind of, you'll get into a routine and yeah, it's probably where you build your style and you, you might, you know, hone on your skills and be better at what you're doing that. But then it's really nice to step away and try something completely different, you know, different from your style. You might be able to do the same kind of thing, but each medium mm. is, is completely different. So you won't be able to do the same mark making with one thing that you can do with another but so and then you know just by doing that you'll be like okay what about if i tried that technique with what i normally do or the other way around this yeah it would open up open up different avenues of thought process yep so what are your favorite art supplies like what what do you like what do you find yourself using over and over again for, yeah. your, for your doodling? Well, we won't call it art. Subjective, We're not saying subjective. it's art. Then we'll, we'll um, call it doodling. <laughs> generally, I'm really uh, into pencils. <laughs> I, I love a pencil. Um, I've got quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. And they it's great because it, it you just need a pencil. Okay, you probably need a sharpener. Um, but you can draw it you can erase it it's, it's, <laughs> it's sustainable it's just it's just graphite and wood and it's kind of like i like the history behind them um yeah i think they're great but then i would i i mm-hmm. put a sketch down in pencil and then i probably would like outline it in a fine liner so like i pick my micron uh fine liner 
the micron i really like the sakura mm-hmm. microns and i'd use those probably a lot to just outline yep and then could do more doodles and sketches than that and then i might go to color but generally i it would, i'd keep it in black and white so fine liners black fine liner i don't even go yep. color with my fine liners. generally it's just black and white so that would be mm-hmm. that would be my favorite mm-hmm. I, I, my, I mean i've got favorites but then i wouldn't really other favorites but i definitely don't use them as much as i use a, a fine liner yeah so what what brands of um, pencils um, do you like using i'm a big fan of derwent pencils they're british made pencils but i also i'm a yes i'm a blackwing subscriber yes. so i've got a lot of blackwing pencils which has seemed to become a bit of a habit um I'm using one of them <laughs> my day to day. I think they're really, really pretty pencils, and and I like their subscription model as well. They've got a, a great subscription model, kind of a, a collecting theme mm-hmm. going on there. So that's great. So I use those. But there's oh, there's loads, there's loads of pencils. Staler to the Tombow ones are pretty good. Tombow <laughs> Mono One Hundred. I like that pencil. Mhm. What about um? actual surfaces to work on like are you you notebooks or sketchbooks like what, what got, where do you I've do got most a, of your drawing? a notebook that i take around with me and it do it a daily kind of sketching writing notes it's just i've got a pencil and a notebook where i just write down all the things I've got to do, like to-do lists just various notes and and things like that and there'll be a page of doodles then a page of notes and then you know, half of one, half of the other. I do kind of, it's kind of half bullet journal, but a lot messier. But I kind of, sometimes I'll write down a list of notes and <laughs> then I'll just start, you know, squares and arrows and I'll be def- definitely yep. illustrating my notes and and then get carried away and start drawing something and that, that arrow will turn into a full page of squiggles and shapes. So that's just generally what I do. Or then I'll, but it's yeah. hard because sometimes I, I'll be testing out lots of different pens and papers and things. So I do a lot of testing on different papers and that'll be single sheets or, or pads. But my general day-to-day drive is just a, a single notepad, A5 notepad with a pencil or a pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's easy to take. Yeah, exactly. Nice and portable. Easy. It's there. And portable. On the train or at my desk or wherever i can just on the phone just start creating something then that's why i like doodling because i don't have to think about it and i do a lot of it when i'm mm-hmm. i used to work at a call center a long time ago and i was being taking orders for catalog things during the summer between uni and that's when i did like prolific doodling just kind of whilst on the phone talking to people just drawing and shapes and at the end of my shift i'd end up with like five or six pages of these intricate, intricate doodles and they're kind of stuck and I just kind of <laughs> do it as you know, without ever thinking about it really. Yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of meditative yeah. in some ways. You're just tuning mm. out, which is nice. So now we, you mentioned uh, that you have an artist featured yeah. in every scroller box. Why did you decide, like, was that something you did right from the very beginning and like, why is it important for for the box to have an a feature yeah, well, yeah, as well? Yeah, I've had it ever since I started. Um, I think it's 
important to mm-hmm. well there's for various reasons like it's a great inspirational point i mean it's it provides what well, it provides a, an extra item to go in the box a nice a5 print that people can stick up on their wall it shows yep. what's possible with the supplies okay maybe they didn't just use the supplies in the box sometimes you know it's a piece of watercolors or something and they've got a larger set because you know i can't we can't afford to put a full set of watercolor pans in the box yes. but it generally gives you the idea of the, yeah, of the possibilities within that medium and gives you an inspirational starting point to to link the theme and the word to but also i think it's it's a great opportunity to kind of share another artist's work and you know i'm not i'm, I'm not saying that you know to get them out there to to help them progress but you know it definitely helps artists um become more you know within the community become be more aware of them whether they're because i've i've featured artists that have you know there are yeah. artists that i feature have got you know million followers on youtube and you know they're, they're already there doing it but it's, it's not kind of an artist artist these days is different because of the internet there's so many more artists whereas back in the day you know you'd have to be selling selling your painting so like one of the old uh-huh. you know van gogh or your, your vincent Vincent's your, your Monet's and things as they're few and far between. It's more of a a master. Whereas nowadays, I think there's many more kind of hobbyist artists that kind of have a full time job as something, but then they're really good at art at the same time, and then they do painting whenever they can. And but they got their Instagram, and yeah. they they just do it and they share it with everyone. And it's kind of an opportunity for those kind of people to share their work. And so I've had artists that are quite famous. I've had artists that are just only got you know a thousand or so followers and it, it really helps some of them to kind of get extend their following and get more people to mm. know them because you know there's so many people i mean you probably do you know looking through instagram and stuff that share their work and i've seen people that are so good at art and they just don't have anybody seeing their work and it's so tough so i like to try and help them but you know i'm only yes. doing a small part yeah but. It's more. It's more just to complete the box, complete the theme, and provide that inspiration for the the subscriber. Because a lot of people, even though they get the supplies, they they get the word, and you know you're stuck with what you to do. So, a lot of people just maybe try and copy what's in the artwork, or at least use that as a warm up, and then that might lead to something else. So, a good visual is always great inspiration. Yeah, of course, and I think. As much as the internet is great, it can be overwhelming sometimes to scroll through social media and see, mm. you know, artist after artist after artist and just I think you can sometimes think I could never, I could never do this or there's just so mm. much information coming at you. At least when you open your scroller box and you have this print from this artist, you've got a thing yeah. like it's right and it's a physical yeah. thing as well, which is the other nice thing I think. It's there in front of you and it would just, I think it would yeah. probably help, just help you, you know, and not feel overwhelming. It's like here's a thing, an artist made this. Oh, and by the way, mm. I, it's mine so I can hang this on my wall and say I have a piece of artwork, like, you know, without having spent yeah. a lot of money to get it. And then, But then, yeah. yeah, you're not having to worry about all the noise of the internet, which I think can sometimes be quite, particularly if it's a newer artist or someone who's yeah. just starting to play with art supplies, I think at least they're not going to be quite oh, as definitely. overwhelmed if they've got a thing there. Yeah, that's to, for sure. To if there's a, again, like you say, because it can be yeah. quite intimidating. 
when you, you you say you're looking to start doing acrylics and then you go on and type acrylics into Google or Instagram, you'll instantly be hit with the best art there, the most liked or whatever. So you're, you're immediately going to be, no, okay. I can't do that or no, we're going to get nowhere near that. And that could be quite off-putting, but yeah, kind of single focus on just the items in the box, just the artist, you know, and hopefully switch off from the internet for a while. I know but I'm, I'm saying I want you to do it and then, and then, yeah share it online or whatever to, to share it with the community but it is part of it it's, it's a very analog the thing to do is to pick up a pencil or a pen and just draw something it's to turn off the screen or whatever and just kind of sit there and draw or paint or do whatever for an hour or so and just kind of do something non-digital yeah it's nice so <clears throat> what what art supplies tend to like be the favorites or get the most feedback from from your subscribers like is there or or is there trends like do you, like because it's yeah. like, how many did you say four years you've been doing this now so that would give you a little bit of an idea of where things are at like is it a is it a trend based thing or is it just sometimes you're just everyone or just people always always <laughs> surely not everyone's wish, happy all the time wish, like you probably no. can't as you said you can't please everyone all that time yeah but like, are there, are there trends or are there things? Uh, like yeah, that? I'd say there's definite sort of trends. Out? I mean, at the moment, I think watercolors are quite big, or they have been for the past year or so. They're various. People are really getting into watercolors and and using mm-hmm. them. I think, yeah, it probably does go in in stages. Because I remember like alcohol markers were quite big. I mean, Copics always been like a big brand, and everyone just goes crazy for them. They've got they've done something right over the years. I mean, I know they're great, but um, they've just We've yeah recently done a copic and people just go crazy for. I've always that's one thing that they always subscribers always ask for. Why you put a copic in? Why don't you put a copic in? And it's like okay, but um, there's plenty of other stuff around. <laughs> but yeah, water watercolors seem to be um, yeah. popular, a popular choice, and um, that's, I've only seen that. Yeah. And I get a lot of good feedback when I've done like watercolor kits and and things like that. that it seems to be it's quite a nice medium to work with it is lots you can do with it and it's kind of light it's kind of summary i guess so that might be kind of a summary thing to do mostly and controversially are there art supplies that just universally don't get much positive i don't know it's, it's i don't think it's a... <laughs> or do you avoid that because you just do such a good job of curating <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it's it's the, the more difficult ones. Um, like I've always wanted to do an oil paints box um, because they've all, I mean, for me, they've always been like a scary medium and cause you've got all the solvents and things like that. And it's like, well, yes. these things you have to wear like gas masks and stuff to use them. Yeah. Um, and like going into an art shop and just going, oh, I'm just going to buy some oil paints and get going. It's kind of, I'd, no, I'd never do that. And I know a lot of people do. So I think it's more, not the fact that they're, not, not well received it's just kind of either a difficult medium or quite hard it's completely different to what you're normally used to and I, we did do a a water water mixable oil paint um recently to kind of get to to introduce people into the medium mm-hmm. and um i think it went down really well people really enjoyed it or enjoyed the experience of trying it at least they've said like i've always wanted to try all paints and i've been scared of the solvents you know like i was saying but these you don't really need any of that and we couldn't fit them all in our box anyway so this was a great opportunity to kind of has a similar properties you know it yeah. is all paint but it's water mixable so you don't need all this stuff but then it's just kind of the waiting for five 
10 days for it to dry and things like that people aren't if you're used to using acrylics or water <laughs> watercolor thing you don't you know it's it's so people it's an experience yeah. for people but i think it's a tricky one to do but i think people in, enjoyed the experience but then say okay that's fine yes. give me give me back to my watercolors or my, my alcohol markers please so it's a tricky one and i think the other thing too with oil paint is I know I certainly do, and I guess it's probably from my schooling and my age and things like that, but you think, oh, oil paints, all the famous old master painters use them and mm. so they've got all that history and they've got all that greatness about them and heaven forbid I should start oh, yeah. playing with them because I don't even know where to start. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? I think there's kind of that yeah. thing Well, they, well they use them oil. because they're so rich and vibrant and you can rework it. I mean, it's definitely a skill, but then if you think about the masters, they, they, they were drawing – masterpieces in pencil when they were like four four or five years old and they've moved on to they've moved on to oils these great yeah. massive oil paintings when it were in their 30s 40s or whatever after they've been drawing painting for the last 30 years so yeah it's definitely you're not gonna be able to create something like that after just getting a box of oil paints but um it's definitely a good you should try them i think everyone should try them but you know but it's hard to invest i always thought you know oil paints are going to need to spend a couple of hundred pounds to get a few colors and the solvents and the camp, you know, you got to get, if you're going to get set up, then you've got to, you've got to invest in it. And mm. you could invest in all that stuff and then go, ah, actually I didn't, didn't really like that. Or I did not very good at it. So that's what I, that's what I kind <laughs> yeah. of try and do with the boxes is it gives you a taster of some of these supplies before buying a, a whole set of, you know, 30, 60 alcohol markers or whatever. You can, you can test a couple out and whether you see whether you like mm. them or not. And then maybe go off and buy the rest of the set. Yeah, and I think too with things like alcohol markers and stuff like that, where the the cost isn't as large as as it could be, it's mm. probably easy to give them away yeah. if you don't like them too. <laughs> like you know, you're not thinking, oh, there goes a hundred dollars on yeah. one thing that didn't work out for me. Like it's no, I'll just give you that. It's only you know, uh, whatever the price might be, it's yeah. it's a lot easier perhaps yeah. to give that away. <laughs> So are there any art supplies that you actually don't like using yourself? Like you've tried them and just for one reason or another they um, didn't work out for you? I've, it's just things that I'm not like probably things I'm not used to. Like paints, I like paints, but it's more, mm-hmm. I've, I used to use acrylics a lot of the time, but it's kind of big canvases and space and that kind of thing. And now I'm more of a, a desk jockey. So I, yeah. anything that can fit in my desk would be better and, and not messy. So pens, anything that's not pens, pencils, yeah. or you know, that kind of thing, I probably, not that I dislike them, I just personally don't go on with them. I don't think I've ever found an art supply that I didn't enjoy. I don't think. But mm-hmm. no, it's just, it's just everyone's, it's just a different taste. Everyone's got their own style and unique way of working and some, some things won't fit to it. And you could try and put, put your your style into well, your, those mediums into your style but it just generally won't work but it's always good to try but no i don't think there's no supplies that i yeah don't like i don't think you know if you're sitting on the train and things like that well you don't really want to have like <laughs> get your easel out and <laughs> yeah yeah it's not real practical is it <laughs> well, it'd be quite good fun yeah. I, although i would like 
I would like to see the response of the passengers if you did, it like, would. that would be great. Like, I can see the, kind of the video now of the guy on the tube in London getting out his easel and just starting doing mm-hmm. this, this huge yeah. painting of the... Yeah. Someone's probably already done it. They've probably, I could probably <laughs> Google it now and find it. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm sure a quick search would, would bring I'm up a video. I know, I'm after this. I would not be surprised anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness me! Um, <clears throat> uh, is there anything else? What what have we? I'm just thinking back. What have we missed? Anything? Is there anything else we need to talk about? Obviously, subscribe. Like, how easy is it for people to become a subscriber? Like, it, you don't. Are you limited? Do you only have a certain amount of? You know, are there only four hundred a month or something like that? We, or how does that work? I have to obviously. I'm I'm planning kind of at the moment. I'm planning about six months ahead. So I'm kind of trying to work out what's happening next year. And and by that, I need to kind of try and plan how many subscribers I'm going to have at that point. Um, mm-hmm. I always kind of overestimate. I, lo- I don't want to run out. Um, I have done, I've, I have sold yeah. out last year. I got to a point where before Christmas, it got a bit hectic and I misjudged. And there's a couple of days where I couldn't sell anymore because they're all gone. So there is a, there is a limit, but generally it, it should be fine. So yeah, people can go to the website, subscribe, and then the next month they will receive a box of mystery goodies to their door. Sounds exciting. So where's the the, the community? Like, where do people tend to? Are they congregating on Instagram yeah, it, or or it, is it Facebook? There is, or? there is a group on either. There's quite a few on. I think it's probably half mm-hmm. the same people, but generally a lot of the the community are on Instagram, sharing with the hashtag. Scroller box or yep. scroller challenge. To if you look at both of those, you'll just see, you know, hundreds of people sharing their different artworks that they've created. So that's that's a really good part of the day going through the hashtags and seeing what people have done. And people do, you know, mention us and, and share it with us directly. But it's good to go and hunt down everybody's work. And I always try and look at everything and like everything because that's one of my favourite parts is looking through all people's work. So I make sure I, I take the time to go through and find all the lovely artwork that people created so definitely recommend that even if you don't subscribe go and uh, look at all the work that people are creating check it out yeah no that sounds like a great idea and the nice thing is i guess for you is you know that in some small way by cre- curating that box you've like yeah. you kick-started that particular yeah, piece of artwork yeah which is really I know, cool. it's great because that's why i think because i've i spent a long time like trying to go through all these supplies and find ones that work together and there's you know obviously is- issues with delivery and lead times and it's it's a logistical nightmare sometimes trying to organize you know if you go <laughs> you go to manufacturers and say i i want a few thousand of this pen in blue just this one blue color they're like what Wait, yeah. why do you want all just one color um so it can be can be tricky for them sometimes <laughs> so they don't quite understand it because they're used to supplying art shots with you know 50 of Yes. or 20 of each of them yes, and then when they're sold we'll send you some more so i'd say yeah i want a few thousand of those those blue yeah. ones and they're like oh, okay but yeah once once i've got through all that and the box <laughs> is complete okay and then i start worrying about what people are going to think think of it um whether they're going to like it or not or are they going <laughs> to throw it back in my face and then the exam- anxiety starts and i say oh have i done it right and then once it goes out and people start receiving it and I start seeing the comments and the artwork coming and then it's like okay this is this is really good and yeah like you say when when I see artworks that I've created with the supplies that I've chosen, it's, it's quite a, mm. it's a buzz. It's a, it's a nice feeling to, to see 
they may not have created that if had they not received the box, which is nice. And has there ever been any like have you gone ever gone to a manufacturer and they've just said, Look, we cannot supply that amount or it's not enough, like we need you to purchase ten thousand or like is it is it a, a manufacturer is actually relatively open to these like the way these subscription boxes are or are they coming around to it or because i know as you said it is completely different from their traditional hmm. supply model so how do they're, they go they're getting better i mean i've got i've built up over the four years i've built up relationships with a lot of the manufacturers and um they, they've you know become friends and um they're trying to help me out and you know i'm I'm talking to them, you know, asking them about new products and things like that. And they're kind of realizing that it's a good way of for them to get products into the hands of the user and things like that. So they're kind of understanding the model and it's not just going to sit in a shop. I could buy this and just leave them on a shelf, but I'm not. I'm just sending them directly to the customers to use, which is great. And uh, yeah, there is, there has been times where there's been manufacturers yeah. saying, yeah, we, well, small, that's generally small. Because I don't always go to the big, big boys of the art world is kind of sometimes there's little independence or people that and I, and I want to use their stuff because they've got a nice product but they say well we can't only not many but a couple of them said no we can't we can't do that or we can't do it for the price because generally yeah i work it's quite tight margins so yes so for what i want I, I need to be able to get it at the right price whereas smaller people smaller independents can't have their prices that that, that low if that makes sense because they've they've got higher running costs yeah, does, or yeah. higher overheads or whatever, which is fine. And obviously, I don't want to damage anybody's business. I'm trying to help get the products out and all, no. all this kind of stuff. But yeah, but generally, the manufacturers are coming around and they're kind of getting sussed on the idea. And I think subscription boxes as a whole are becoming a more kind of everyday thing now. Subscription services, whether it's your Netflix or your Amazon or your Razors or whatever your food mm. you get you know dinner yeah. on a subscription everything's yeah. becoming yes. more subscription based so yeah. so why can't art supplies be subscription based too absolutely i see no reason <laughs> not to be <laughs> oh fantastic well i think chris so i think we've covered everything are you happy with yeah where we're i at? think so if you're happy i'm happy nothing we, nothing we've forgotten yeah i'm happy absolutely Thank you so much, Chris, for taking time. I've really yeah. enjoyed this chat. Um, it's quite late for you, so, you know, otherwise we could have talked for hours, I'm sure, but I've really oh, enjoyed this. It's a, I really like what you're doing, particularly with mm. featuring the artists. I think that's such a great thing to do, um, you know, whether it is someone that's not as well-known or someone that is, yeah. you know, famous or I don't know, yeah. whatever the right word is. It's just it's a nice thing to do, I think, and it's a really great oh, idea. Good. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I think it's yeah, I think it's a nice thing. It's not. I, I like that it's not just about the art supplies. It's it's about the the yeah. the art that you get. It's about the experience. It's about even about the little sweet or the sticker or whatever. It's it's about the whole unboxing experience. Whether and then the what art that it then leads to being created. It's, it's really nice, and I and I'm really enjoying it. It's good that mm. what started out as a hobby is now turned into my job, and I'm kind of. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! That's a good way to be. I think. Yeah, that's cool. That is very cool. You've 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 had an idea and you followed through, and oh, now you're doing it full time. <laughs> yeah. Like that's fantastic. I, start, <laughs> I started it to get um, free art supplies, so I could do loads of artwork, and now I've got loads <laughs> of free art supplies, and just just no time to use them. <laughs> <laughs> there could be worse problems well, yeah, to well, have, it's, I guess. It seems silly because I've, I, mean, I do a lot of testing and things, obviously, but. 
actually sitting down for two hours and creating an artwork rather than just a, a bunch of swatches. I don't really get time to do that much often, which is why I guess doodling is where it's come to because I can do a bit here and there. But one day I'd like to, you know, set up a proper studio and paint for, you know, for myself or whatever one day. Yeah. Well, maybe when you get bigger and you hire staff and then you can have staff and then you can have time yeah. to paint. Yeah, that's what, that's what <laughs> I'm, that's that's what I'm what heading towards. That's the dream. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good to me. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to have a check-in in like 12 months or so. And so, okay, Chris, how's it going with taking over <laughs> 12 the world? Um, do you have a staff? I'm not sure I'll be able to do it in 12 months. <laughs> I'll give it my best shot, but I think. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe in 24 months. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, give me a couple of years at least. And then okay, maybe sure. <laughs> I'll relax yeah, the pressure then. <laughs> oh, no, terrific. Chris, thank you so much. I really appreciate uh, your time. Excellent. All right. Thank you so much. I'll be in touch. No problem. Thanks, Kim. See ya. <laughs>